Hey, this is Mariela from The Functional Company. All right, today I wanna to talk about surface type sleep and waking up in the middle of the night. Those kinds of issues have a particular type of um, problem at the root. And uh, so if you've, you're experiencing this or you know somebody who is, please share this with them. Um, but I'm gonna share some tips on what to do and I'm gonna go a little bit more into what's happening inside the body so you can actually think with this, okay? so. Basically, I don't know if you remember, but like I mentioned that there are two different types of hormones or two different types of scenarios where the body is basically secreting certain chemicals at night to make us fall asleep. And then uh, there are certain uh, chemicals or hormones that are being released uh, during the daytime to keep us awake, right? So one of these hormones that's central to the waking process is cortisol. And cortisol is very interesting because it's actually... Uh, something that's secreted by the adrenal glands and the adrenal glands are these little triangular glands that sit on top of your kidneys so what they do is that they're they're basically like your stress glands your fight or flight glands anytime you're in a point of stress you're going to be like leaning on these adrenal glands and they're going to be secreting cortisol to handle the stress and the stress could be mental that affects your physical body like maybe you're you're uh, literally on a threat of being eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. Well, this is exactly why this mechanism exists, is to make us run away, to make us very alert, and make sure that we can survive, right? But we shouldn't be in a chronic state of stress uh, because that can actually break down the body over time. Uh, and one of the things that happens is that we're secreting cortisol too much and it's gonna fatigue these adrenal glands. So in the middle of the night, one of the functions of the adrenal glands is it's going to secrete some cortisol uh, to maintain our blood sugar in the middle of the night. But cortisol will actually peak in the morning hours, and this is what helps us to wake up. Uh, and then as the day goes on, cortisol levels should be dropping. But what happens is that, you know, if we're in a constant state of stress for some reason, then cortisol is being secreted throughout the day. And then by the time we get to sleep, we're in, an, in a very alert, still fight or flight type state. And so what happens is we're not able to get into the deep sleep. The sleepy chemicals are not being secreted continuously. And instead, we sort of feel like our mind is racing and we get this surfacey type sleep. And we almost like we could also pop up in the middle of the night, like three or four in the morning, which could also be an indicator of, of the adrenals being completely fatigued and taxed because they've been secreting cortisol so much that uh, now it's, it's just in a fatigue state and now you're not able to maintain a deep state of sleep. Uh, so this has to do with stress, maybe it's, and we have to get to the root of that, whether uh, it's financial stress, relationship stress, somebody in your company uh, or at your work that's really stressing you out, uh, you really have to spot who this person is and figure out how to just kind of create some distance from that person uh, so that they're not affecting you directly. Uh, so that's a very important thing, handle the situation or the person that's at the root of the chronic state of stress. Um, and this will allow the, the body to rest for cortisol to not be secreted day in and day out because our bodies were not made to be secreting uh, cortisol all day long, every day for months on end. Uh, so it breaks down the body and it doesn't allow us to sleep, right? So that's one scenario. Another thing is that we, we cortisol is something that the body releases in response to internal inflammation. So if we've got a chronic state of inflammation somewhere in the body, then the adrenal glands will also be secreting cortisol. I don't know if you, you can kind of link this to this uh, 
sometimes when you go to the doctor and you have some kind of inflammatory state, like maybe you have an autoimmune issue or uh, allergies or something, they'll give you a corticosteroid. They'll actually give you cortisone or prednisone. And these are uh, like the chemical compounds that are supposed to act the way that cortisol does. What do they do? They reduce inflammation rapidly in the body so the symptoms go away but we're not getting to the root of the entire issue and of course through natural in the natural perspective we do we want to get to the source we want to figure out what's going on how do we take out this monkey wrench that's not allowing the body to operate in its natural state right so uh, this is one of the things to think with is you have to handle the external stress that's really bogging you down whether it's company, financial, relationship, spot the person and create some distance, do what you have to to just get that toxic situation or person out of your life. Or handle the financial stress by producing more, I don't know, whatever it is that you have to do, but you gotta spot that because without handling the root issue, then you're just gonna kind of be cycling around and you're not gonna be able to get full night's rest, right? So that's one thing. We've got the internal <clears throat> inflammation that we actually have to get to the root of and so if you have a chronic inflammatory state, then you might actually really need to do a, a really good detox. If you do a very good detox, then you'll have a chance for the body to get rid of this stuff because you might be exposed to heavy metals or chemicals or maybe there was mold in your house. There are so many things that could happen that could cause a chronic inflammatory state for the body. So you have, again, you have to spot the source. If you have mold, you have to get rid of the mold in the house and then detox the body. Um, if you don't spot the source and you only detox, then you'll continuously be exposed to something and, and you have constant state of inflammation that again is going to end up affecting your sleep in the middle of the night, right? So you want to spot the source and detox the body. And so then cortisol won't be continuously secreted. That means that your adrenal glands can rest and you won't be fatigued over time and you'll be able to rest uh, and repair much better during the evening time. Now, the third thing here that I want to mention has to do with blood sugar. <clears throat> Some, one of the things that happens is that in the middle of the night, of the night, our blood sugar is maintained because you're, we're in a fasting state, right? So our blood sugar is maintained in a normal state to some degree by cortisol because cortisol actually will, will be secreted if your blood sugar drops too much. Because if your blood sugar drops to a dangerous zone, then it could put you in a coma and we could die. So we have an internal protective mechanism where cortisol is secreted, pushes your blood sugar back up because cortisol gets secreted and then you'll actually have an internal production of, of glucose or sugar and that's what pushes your blood sugar back up. So in the middle of the night, one of the things that can happen is that somebody could wake up because you don't have enough cortisol or because your blood sugar is just going dropping way too low and then the cortisol is getting secreted to a high degree and boom, it wakes you up before morning time. The peak should be in the morning, not in the middle of the night, and it, you shouldn't be peaking throughout the entire day. Remember that we want it in the morning because that's when we want to wake up is with the sunrise and just after we've had a good night's rest, right? So the blood sugar thing, how do you know if you have a blood sugar thing? Well, one of the things I recommend is for you to go back and listen to the episode on blood sugar, one of the most important principles of the body. Very important to understand that, and I'll explain some of the symptoms there that happen and how you might kind of figure out whether or not this is an issue for you but one of the telltale signs of, of blood sugar issues are, are cravings for sugar especially night cravings but still after meals you have a sweet tooth you can't just have this really strong craving for you know fries and chips and candy and sodas and things like that that, that you 
those are indicators that there are blood sugar issues. There are other indicators, but again, I just recommend for you to go listen to that episode to kind of see whether or not you fit into that category. And then listen on through the episodes because I'll share exactly what I think what I would do if I were in those shoes and I have to fix my blood sugar. So once you fix the blood sugar in the nighttime, it should be a lot better. You know, you shouldn't have these crashes in your blood sugar. You shouldn't have these high secretions of of cortisol in the middle of the night that are going to wake you up at, at three or four in the morning. So just to recap, you know, I'm mentioning the surfacey type sleep is usually the person has kind of like racing thoughts and isn't able to go into a deep sleep. And that usually comes from a chronic state of stress. And the stress can be from life, from work, financial relationships, something in life, or it could be from a chronic state of internal inflammation that we still have to find what the root of that is, whether it's mold exposure or heavy metal toxicity or chemical overload, something that is overwhelming the body and we have to detox the body so we can reduce the inflammation and then the body won't be in a chronic state of inflammation. The adrenal glands can actually repair and then the nighttime sleep will be a lot deeper and more restful. The idea is we really have to protect sleep because this is a time when we have to repair and restore so our hormones can work properly, our mood, our energy can be in a good state. All of this depends on good night's sleep. Doesn't mean you have to get tons and tons of sleep. It just means that the hours that you get, you want them to be quality. If you get nice and deep restful sleep, then in the morning, uh, you'll feel great. And that's basically what we're looking for. All right, so hopefully those tips were helpful. You might need to detox, definitely find the source, handle the situation in your life that's really messing you up uh, and creating a chronic state of stress. You might not be able to handle it in a day. You might have to take uh, half a year to handle it, but at least you've spotted it. That's already gonna help. And then you create a plan to really handle it once and for all so it's not continuously into the long-term future, you know, damaging your health. And then fix blood sugar, always fix blood sugar. That's going to be a huge fundamental piece of overall health that's also affecting our sleep. All right, so thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully that was interesting and helpful and share this with anyone you think could benefit from this information. And I will see you on the flip side.